Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. With me, your host Chanel. Here in good old Akron, Ohio, where it wasn't too bad, the weather. It was nice and sunny, 83 degrees today, it's going to be 84 tomorrow. You know, it seems like the summer is going really fast um, right now. Um, At least here in Akron. I don't know about the rest of the world, but... um, you know, I just want to say thank you for continuing to listen, rate, review the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I also appreciate the fact that, like, I'm this close to having 24K listeners soon. As soon as I put this episode out, I think I'm going to hit that mark before the weekend's out. So if I can get there before the 1st of August, that'd be great. Um you know, I never thought that I would make it to almost 25,000 listens in, you know, four years. I mean, to some people, that's not a lot of listens, but it really is, uh, especially if you have a podcast like mine where I focus on language learning and interviewing people and talking about my own language learning journey as someone that's disabled, African-American, a, a woman, and, you know, that has a visual impairment and that learns by ear. So, you know... Yeah, I'm very grateful to everybody who continues to listen week in and week out and share the podcast, ask me questions, you know, um, follow me on all social media platforms, whether it's Instagram, Twitter. Um, I need to get my YouTube following back up. Um, Clubhouse. And um, Facebook. You know, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, And I also appreciate everyone who's come on to the show so far. Um, I want to try to get Luca Lampriello back on because we tried to do an interview uh, several years ago. And due to technical difficulties and time constraints, um, it wasn't able to be uh, materialized like either one of us wanted to. So I'm going to be working on that. Um, I know he's going to be in Bucharest, Hungary, uh, recording some Spanish material that he's going to be creating a course for, for his company. So um, good luck to Luca on that. Um, You know, thanks to Spotify and thanks to Anchor, because without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this show at all. And I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you to utalk.com, Innovative Language Learning, and the Michelle Thomas people at Hooter and Stoughton uh, for, you know, the past three years of collaborating with me and um, the past two years with um, Utalk and the past year, going to a year and a half with um, Innovative Language. I really appreciate it a great deal. Um You know, I wanted to talk about something because I was reading a post that Luca had wrote on Facebook. And he was talking about how, you know, people want things for free. And what they fail to realize is that when people create content, you know, that's not something that, you know, you just do just because you don't have anything to do. You know, um, a lot of people make this hobby into a career. And, you know, if you have a company and you're trying to 
you know, get students and, and coach them or tutor them, it's going to cost money. It's not something that's going to be 100% for free. And I think a lot of people these days think that they can just get everything handed to them on a silver platter for $0 down and there's no payment method involved. And what people fail to realize is that you are asking someone that has been studying languages for 30 years or more, or even 7 or 10, um, to take time out of their time to help you. Well, they're not going to do it for free, honey. I mean, you actually have to pay them. And if their fee is a certain price, you know, there's a reason for it. You know, you're taking up their time, their hour, their 30 minutes, you know, because they don't have to, you know, technically service you. You know, if you can't afford it, then you can find someone that's in your price range. You're more than welcome to do so. But not everybody is going to do it for free because they're making a living off of, you know, their business and what what they are, you know, um, creating in regards to content. You know, yes, you can do YouTube videos for free. You can get ad sponsorships that way and get money that way and people clicking on the ads and whatnot. You can you can do all that, but. Not everybody's going to be a millionaire off of YouTube. Um, however, if you're sitting there and you're at your computer and you have lesson plans and, you know, that takes time to create all that. And so when looking for someone to uh, help you improve your language learning, understand it's not coming for free. You have to pay something and it's not going to be dirt cheap. Yes, you can go to italki, and just to preface here, I'm not affiliated with italki at all. I'm mentioning them as a platform because they do have tutors that are in a low price range to a high price range that you can get to help you improve your language learning. Now, there are places that you can go and you know, do it for free or pay a monthly subscription fee. But if you're if you're having someone uh, like Luca as a prime example or any of the famous polyglots, um, even myself, you know, we all have to get paid for what we do. You know, we're not just doing this for free. And I've had plenty of people where I've tutored. And I mean, I, I did it for a little nominal fee just to see how it would work. And I I made a little bit of money, but at the same token, they weren't taking it seriously after the third week. And I said, I'm sorry, but I just don't have time to waste on someone who isn't committed to wanting to improve their language skills. If you're just doing this just to, you know, BS around, I don't have time for that, you know. And to be honest, you know, you can't get that time back once it's wasted. And I remember Ollie Richards saying this once um, on a podcast that he had, that if you really want people to pay you, go to like universities 
where college students are wanting to improve their language skills, don't just go and get anybody because a lot of people cannot afford, you know, $60 an hour, $80 an hour, $100 an hour, you know, to uh, be taught something. They're just not. But yet, I had that experience myself where someone wanted me to be uh, an accountability coach for them and they paid for two lessons. And they went and did the first lesson and then after the first lesson, I was supposed to meet with them. And due to me having a prior commitment, I had to reschedule. So I rescheduled. And then when it was time for me to have the session that was paid for, by the person in advance, they decided to hold off on having the session. Now, that's fine that they wanted to hold off. I don't mind that. But don't ask me for my services professionally and then renege. I mean, yes, I understand people have, you know, uh, their own lives too. But when you're asking someone to work with you professionally, you need to take it seriously and not just BS around because that makes it seem like to the person that agreed to be your accountability coach or your language coach or whatever, that you're just wasting their time and you're not really taking this seriously. So for me personally, I'm very, um, reluctant these days to take new clients unless they are 100% serious and they can afford it. You know, um, to be honest, I would think that a person would want to, you know, have the expertise of someone that's been spending time learning languages. Whether you're dabbling in languages or not, you're still learning something of that language and the culture and the people and, you know, the country and where the people, you know, derive from, so forth and so on. And your expertise is just as good as someone that went to a university and got a PhD in linguistics. You know, you don't necessarily need those type of degrees these days in order to be able to, you know, learn uh, a subject matter. There's so much information on the internet for free, you can do that. Um, And, I mean, I... As someone that's disabled, you know, it is hard to be able to get, you know, a lot of clientele. Um, And I tried working with people that were disabled because I thought that would be an easier fit because I'm disabled. Well, not necessarily. That doesn't always pan out the way that people want it to necessarily. And I had to take it all with a grain of salt and understand that, you know, there are people out there that just, they're not really committed. And, you know, whether you have been studying languages for 30 years, like Luca, or you've been doing it, you know, since birth, um, or you've just been doing it like me for seven years, everyone deserves to get paid for what they do. I do agree with my good friend Kirsten Cable at the Fluent Show and fluent.co.uk um, that you got to get paid for it. Like, you can't just expect to, to do it for free. 
And, and if they get mad, then that means that they weren't the right fit for you. And that's okay that they weren't the right fit for you. Not every person that walks through that door or is on that other side of that computer screen or phone screen or tablet screen is going to be the right clientele for you to be able to work with and improving their languages or their accountability with languages or whatever it is that they're trying to do. And, you know, I've come to understand you cannot take everything personally because that is so that, you know. That's somebody that you really don't know. You know, you might know them from the internet. You might have chatted with them a few times, but you really don't know them. And, you know, um, it can be a little bit um, trepidatious because you really want to make a go at, you know, making a living doing what it is that you love. And you kind of got to work really hard to find those right people to be able to stick and stay with you. And that, that is something that is important. I mean, I, I did make a little money tutoring last year, but it wasn't a lot, but I made something and that was great. But I realized that those same people, they really were not as committed. And I mean, I had someone buy it materials and you know do subscriptions to uh language learning um affiliate links that i had and i asked them how were they going with their language learning and i sat there and i said okay so you spent all this money on this stuff but yet you haven't done anything with it well i've been too busy well why did you spend all this money for if you weren't going to utilize any of it or learn anything that makes no sense to me i tried not to take it personally but because it was a friend of mine i was just like wow okay i see now you really do need to uh figure out for yourself what path you want to go with learning this particular language that you put all this money into you know so I wished her good luck but I just knew we wouldn't be working together again because she really wasn't taking it seriously I mean these are the type of examples of okay you you buy all this stuff and then you use it a couple times and then after that you know how much money that is like I mean, I guess I'm conscious on money because I'm on a fixed income. Um, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't waste money on something if I wasn't willing to give it a go for at least six months to a year. She didn't even do that. It was less than three. And I just kind of felt like, well, that's okay. You know, um, I, I do have someone that bought a course and they're still learning their Spanish and they're improving on their Spanish and I'm very happy that I was able to provide them with the affiliate link so they can get the course and it's working for them and they did you know subscribe to Mango which I'm not affiliated with but I do use myself along with the Memorize app and you know I'm going to be honest like that's something that I just have come to understand, 
you can't take none of this personally. Not a thing. Because it's up to the individual. If they want to select you to, to be their teacher. I mean, you can be someone like Luca, who's world-renowned in, in his language learning. I mean, the man is brilliant. He speaks like 15 languages to different degrees of proficiency. You know, eight of them will probably see one by itself. But at the same time, he's been doing it since he was 10 years old. So there, and he, he developed his own method, the transliteration method, where he takes his language, which is Italian, and whatever language, and he goes back and forth and translates the different um, material that he's studying into the, his, his, his language, into the target language. And he also does, you know, about 30 minutes to an hour a day of language learning. You know, not to mention, you know, going around and speaking at conferences and, and hosting different events and so forth. So, yeah, he's a very busy person. And he's been written up in The Guardian and in The Times and, you know, in, yeah. So, he's very well versed in his area of expertise. And for him not to be able to get people to stick with, you know, uh, wanting to learn from him, that I was shocked. So, I mean, if that can happen to him, if that can happen to me, that can happen to anybody. And, I mean, yes, it can be an economic situation where they, they just don't have the money. Okay, that's fine. There are resources for which you can learn independently. You don't have to go necessarily to a school in order to be able to learn and spend thousands of dollars per year to learn from some. I mean, they're teaching you the fundamentals of the language and how to, you know, conjugate verbs and and memorize uh, lots of vocabulary. But you're not learning how to speak. That's something you have to do outside of the classroom. And you have to really be engaged. And a lot of times people are just taking these courses because they need it for a degree requirement, like me, for instance, with Spanish. But I did find something that was interesting for me in Spanish, which was the, the culture aspect, the music, the movies, the food, you know, the dancing. That was what I enjoyed. I really didn't care about speaking it. I just wanted to sing to it, dance to it, eat the food, have a good time. That was my thing. And that's fine. I mean, I speak it on occasion. My grammar might not be the greatest. Some people might think I suck at it. But I, I know what I can do with it. And I, I just do me. And I, I encourage everybody to just do them as well. And be themselves. And just enjoy the process of trying to find somebody to help you learn a language. Or if you need accountability coach. Or if you need a language coach. Like in the course of Luca. You know, or you want to buy like a language, you know, program. There are plenty of places that you can go and apps and, and free resources and paid resources. And I'm going to be honest, you get what you pay for. So if you go and you get all these free resources and you still haven't learned anything at the end of the day, then that tells me you need to go and start putting your money into something that's going to be more beneficial for you in the end. I did that when I was learning Russian and French and Arabic and Italian and Japanese. 
And I can tell you, no, I'm not 100% proficient in all those languages. I can speak some, but I'm not worried about it. I'm doing me. I'm enjoying me. I'm cooking the different foods and learning the vocabulary for that and going to grocery store and speaking a little bit with the, the people in the store and, you know, and people love that. So, you know, I'm learning from them. They're learning from me. You know, I'm using it in real time. You know, I'm not trying to write like a book or an essay or a paper. I'm not trying to teach a class like an engineering or medicine in the language. I'm just using it for communication skills, you know, commu- you know, to be able to communicate effectively with people. And if I can help you learn a little bit of it, that's great. But if I do, that means I will be charging you some money to be able to, you know, learn from me. Uh, My services don't come free. And to be honest, um, you know, I I do a different way of using and learning languages because I'm an auditory learner, but I can adapt to whatever learning style that you have, you know, and that's a good thing. But at the same time, too, you get what you pay for. So if you don't put a lot of money into what it is that you're trying to learn and you just do all free resources, you know, you're going to get what you, you, you have right in front of you. But if you put a little bit of money into it, it will be rewarding at the end. And trust me, I did that. And I might have spent $170 for the Russian courses when I, when I bought them seven years ago. Um, for the Michelle Thomas method and then I just kept using them and then I used a whole bunch of free resources and I I put money into uh, subscribing to a Russian channel because I wanted to to listen to it every day all day and I did and I spoke every single day to people whether I was my grammar sucked or not you know by the time it was over and I had put almost three years into it I was listening to Tolstoy and understanding Leo Tolstoy so, I mean, it was the time that I put into it. And no, I didn't have any teachers. I didn't have anyone teach me. I just did it myself. I was self-taught. And you can do that if you want to. But I'm just saying, if you decide to get one of these famous people to, you know, um, teach you or work with you, rather then you have to pay them. And I would not, I wouldn't complain about that because if you got someone like Luca, yeah, you might be paying a little over $100 an hour, but guess what? That's the best hour that you're ever going to get in your life and it will change your life for the better because he is that good. And I highly recommend him. You know, I mean, people have learned from him and uh People have used LinkedIn link from um, Steve Kaufman, LINGQ.com. And then, you know, people have done the self-taught thing, you know, and people have gone to school. It just depends on how you want to go about it. How much money are you willing to put into it? How little money are you willing to put into it? You know, that's up to you. But understand this. Anyone that is giving their advice on language learning, um, you know, they're taking their time. They're not doing it for free. They're not doing it for free. And it does not come for free. 
And it will not come for free because we all have to make a living. And, you know, a person can complain all they want. They can bitch all they want. But understand, it's your half an hour or your hour with that person. And you make the best of it that you can because that person probably has a crap ton of other people that they have to deal with, not just you. And, you know, I mean, I've had people complain after the session. Well, she charges too much. And I really wasn't charging that much to begin with. And uh, I just, I tried it like real cheap, like $5 an hour. And just because they were disabled. I just, I wanted to see how that, I know I was undercutting myself, but I just wanted to see. And I'm going to be honest, like... They were complaining because that was even too much. And I said, no, my services are not going to be squandered. And my time isn't going to be squandered just because you want something for nothing. That's not how the world works. You have to pay your way through this world. You cannot always get everything for free. And if you can't understand that, then I'm sorry. I guess we just will not be working professionally together. You might have to find somebody else that's willing to do it for free. But I'm going to guarantee you their time is just as valuable as mine. And so, you know, I mean, they weren't too happy about what I had to say. But I was being extremely professional and extremely honest. And you can't take it personally because, you know, that's just their opinion or how they feel about it. And, um, yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's terrible. That, you know, um, there's a lot of people out there that don't want to pay anymore. They want everything handed to them on a silver platter. But in this world, you have to pay for something. It's not going to come for free. Unless you go to the library or you find apps or you find resources. But sometimes, depending on the language, the resources can be very minimum. And unless you find a native speaker, they're still going to want you to pay for that. And I don't blame them. So... Um, I hope that you guys got something out of this episode. Um, thank you, Luca Lapriello, for writing that post because that gave me a great idea of a topic to talk about this week. And I, I do believe that we should get paid for our services, regardless of what they are. You know, and that you can't go cheap just because someone can't afford it. If you can't afford it, then guess what? You need to find someone that's willing to work in your price range. But if you want the best, you're going to be paying over 100 bucks. Just understand that. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and inflation's gone up too. 8.6%. Oh, yeah. It can't be cheap. It can't be free. Um, if you like this episode, please follow, share, rate, review the podcast on all podcast um, platforms that podcasts are downloaded at. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the episode. And I will see you in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. Happy language learning, everyone. May salame.